power of a woman. <laughs> this is the power of a woman. Karma is the guy on the chief coming straight home to me. <laughs> I have a feeling I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna giggle the whole time. <laughs> you gotta say things. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good as I can be. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah, I look a little bit more presentable this time so that... I know, last time I was in a beanie and like had the worst angle possible. I know, it was like under my chin. That's always the worst. We're glowing up and we're prepared for our episode too. We are. But, okay, well, we're- welcome back to Lesbians Anonymous, a podcast where we be gay. <laughs> I'm Cass. Oh, and I'm Tate. Um, and-, and we're here to slay. <laughs> and we are. And we're... We're here and we're queer. We were just talking about how we wish that we were and could be blonde more often. Yeah. This conversation started because I've been growing my hair out for the past like year and a half-ish, almost two years now. And it's just finally, like the blonde's finally almost gone. And I so desperately want to get highlights. But when I used to get my hair done in Portland, it was four hundred dollars every time I got it done how is that possible which means I got it done twice (laughs) and I had a finance plan and and I had a Klarna hit because it was so expensive and then like right now I'm using like twelve dollar drugstore shampoo and conditioner and it's like you know the gallon bottle When yeah, I it's got like the hand sanitizer pump on it. No, it literally does. <laughs> and I've been using it for the past three months, like since I moved in here. I have not bought new shampoo and it's only halfway gone. But yeah. when I had blonde hair, I would buy the Olaplex that was like $45 for three squirts. And <laughs> we're hashtagging that. <laughs> $45 for three squirts. <laughs> though like you would like I would put the tiniest dollop on my hand and like try to get it to lather my whole head it's tough being blonde is like it's an investment like I don't know how my mom paid for my highlights when I was in high school it's also crazy because like when you have the purple Olaplex shampoo it just smells straight up like chemicals and I'm like what is seeping into my brain Mm -hmm. right now (laughs) <laughs> to keep me blonde is 100%. it worth it <laughs> I one time when I was in college tried to like skimp out on going to like a really fancy salon to get highlights and I went to Fantastic Sam's and one of them to do a balayage and my hair started smoking in the chair <gasps> it was so like, with the bleach on yes with the foils what? on I had, like the foils on the bottom and my head was so hot and I would like ask the stylist and was like is this like normal and she was like I mean if you want to get it blonde like it's gonna have to sit on for a while and I'm like okay like I've been getting my hair bleached forever so like I'm I've never had this happen my hair was dead when I got it like how dare they gaslight you like that no literally and I felt bad though because like I know this girl probably like you know, just got out of cosmetology school, like whatever. 
but oh my gosh my no excuses if somebody's on fire in your chair like literally like like smoke was coming like it was like sizzling and smoke was coming out god that reminds me of that was it a vine I don't even know where that little girl is like straightening her hair and she just burns the whole bottom of it off it just comes right off and like it's like a piece like sticking out like right here and it's just like (laughs) yes I play a fun game where whenever I go to the hair salon every single person every hairdresser in there wants to touch my hair tell me how beautiful it is and then charge me like five hundred dollars for cutting it and coloring it because they're like we just have so much you know and I'm like, I should get a discount for the fact that everyone in here put their hands on my head. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you do have like the most beautiful curls ever. So like, thank you. I get it. Cause I also like want to just like touch your hair when I see you, <laughs> but that is, do you have to go to like a specific curly hair, like hairdresser? Like I see those on TikTok sometimes where it's like, yeah, there aren't very many to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, I got my, I got bangs this summer from Sasha at Daydream Salon in Portland shout out um and she has like the same curl structure as me Mm -hmm. so I was like I know you're gonna kill this haircut and she did but like yeah sometimes and it depends on what I want like if I want a good cut I gotta find somebody with curly hair because like a lot of times they'll layer me up like I because when you wash it my hair is straight because it's wet yeah and so they just cut it like straight hair and then when it dries my layers are like one curls by my eyes and one curls by my nipples <laughs> and that's too far so don't go for the nipple eye haircut all you straight hair hairdressers out there oh that's so funny <laughs> you're drinking a liqueur yeah this is my cold one today <laughs> i already cra- cracked it open though i have cold brew with pumpkin creamer a scoop of chai and oat milk or no it's almond milk I went for almond milk because it's I'm skinny (laughs) (laughs) do you have a whole barista station in your kitchen no I actually have like the bare minimum coffee supplies like I don't even have a coffee maker at my house like okay we don't have a curate we don't have an espresso we have nothing I have a seven dollar um what we would like to call a twerculator um (laughs) I have a seven dollar percolator that I got at TJ Maxx because I had left my old one in St. Louis rest in peace my percolator um (laughs) and then I have a pour over maker that just has like a gooseneck kettle and it's just a glass thing with a filter and then I have a cold brew maker that goes in the fridge and they're all like, you know, $10 on Amazon, but that's all you need. Fingers crossed though. I am begging for a bougie $600 espresso machine for Christmas because it's on a black right. sale for $300. And I'm like, mom, mom, please. This is a, like, <laughs> I need this, please. You do. When you said bare minimum, I thought maybe you were just like kind of putting a coffee filter in your mouth and just pouring <laughs> it straight in from there <laughs> so the mom first... mom we need the coffee maker okay low-key that would work though because that's basically what a pour over is it's just a coffee filter over a glass honestly you're not wrong and we're patenting that right now straight into your mouth exactly 
it would work. work. If you're on the go, if you're a lesbian on the go and you need your coffee now, why not get a filter and just put it in your mouth? And <laughs> and they're the same size as a Diva cup. So you can just... <laughs> it's actually multifunctional. When you're on your period, you use your Diva cup. And when you're not, you put a filter in it and you do your pour over. Dual <laughs> functioning Diva cup. Um, I think... I think that would work, especially when, you know, us lesbians love road trips to see our girlfriends. Exactly. Oh, that brings me to our next point. We asked for submissions on Instagram for, like, what is the gayest thing you've ever done? <laughs> um, We got one lone submission. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. And they said that the gayest thing they ever done did was move across the country after five months of dating, which... Iconic. It's like the story of every lesbian in the United States. Every maybe single, all over the world. Every single <laughs> lesbian ever. First off, it's gay that you started dating long distance. That's where it starts gay. That's either where it starts gay or it starts catfish, one or the other. So I'm happy that it turned out good for you. Yes. And then secondly, just five months, like I feel like that's years in lesbian time. Oh yeah. That's like at least that's at least a three-year relationship. Yes. Like, you've been dating for five months. Okay, you've been dating for, you know, two years. Like, you should already have picked out your baby's names and met the parents and moved in together. <laughs> Looked at rings. And Looked at rings. And <laughs> Maybe you've gotten an animal, a cat, a dog that you share. You got it yes. together. Yes. Yeah. I've been seeing more and more lesbians. I don't know if this is just a lesbian thing or, like, a just, like, our generation in general but getting like weirder animals yeah there's it's a personality archetype like there are cat people and dog people and then there are like bearded lizard people okay I was just about to say lizards I've been seeing a lot of people getting like reptiles and guess who had a gecko growing up of course he did (laughs) of course I did I was more of the going out to the crick and catching toads going out to the crick going out to the creek catching some toads toads. (laughs) i literally would catch them in a like um rubber mate container like just like food container and then put a piece of tin foil over the top and poke a hole in it and then take them home with me yeah and i loved it as a child i I mean like four (laughs) four or five years old like i I was like young but yeah make sure we specify the age on that yeah I didn't want you to actually yesterday (laughs) and I still would do it today um one of my goals for this year was to be dirtier like shout out (laughs) (laughs) okay not like that but like you know what I mean like going outside yeah rolling the hay getting your hands dirty like going in the river all that all that jazz don't you have like a rip and roaring little garden? Yeah, we started when the summer. It's like I would say we put fifty percent effort into it. Like we started it, but I was gone so much this summer that we didn't get to like bear the fruits of our labor as much as we I wish we could have. Um, but we have the framework for it now, and we got it all set up. We finally like dirt is expensive, which I didn't know that. Um, yeah. So we did the investment got the planter got all the dirt um and then by the time we got all that set up everything died so cool 
<laughs> so we have the framework for next year but I did make some like pretty bomb pasta salads because we had cucumbers tomatoes and peppers in our garden nice. and that is just like yeah. throw some cheese and pepperoni and some noodles you have pasta salad you have pasta salad and you have it and I said voila <laughs> and I did we also had basil which was really nice surprisingly like just a throw on pizzas or like pastas and stuff like that so I think next year we're gonna do some more herbs and like get some like dill growing and like parsley all those like little ones and then we had like a bunch of trellises and stuff and get some you know bigger plants like bigger tomatoes all that yeah squash I don't know I don't know get weird it's really kind of funny to me because the house that you rented when you lived in Eugene had like a little garden in the back and you absolutely Murdered stepped it. it to the grave <laughs> yeah, it was like two weeks it was fried literally murdered it I felt <laughs> so bad about that did I tell you that when we moved out our security deposit they took a hundred dollars from our security deposit for blueberry bushes blackberry bushes um oh what else was there uh tomatoes like to to redo okay. them the blueberry bushes and the tomatoes okay fine but a blackberry bush is like an invasive species it has yeah. thorns and you don't want it in your backyard put it on the outside of the fence like <laughs> otherwise I, it was so funny though because like I was like oh we'll get our full security deposit back like literally neither of us were ever at home and yeah. then we got it I was like are you kidding me <laughs> like I get it How but also you? like that was not part of our rental agreement was that we had to keep your plants alive yeah yeah you really can't like force someone to be a green thumb like I would if that were me and I'd rented that apartment I would have honestly tried and probably still killed them all I I do have to admit that I did try um I didn't try my hardest I didn't try my hardest um because I was gone for like that long period of time for work but The, at first when we first moved in that fall I like really kept up with it and was like harvesting tomatoes and like different berries yeah. and stuff. it was nice I liked yeah. it there's nothing more satisfying than plucking a juicy little tomato off the vine and hopping it in your mouth and it's all yes. warm from the sun I truly feel like like <clears throat> I, I feel one with nature and life when I'm gardening. Like, I am like, this was the meaning of life. Like, I am creating life. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm just thinking in my head, like, this is the most lesbian thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm taking care of my plants as though they're my children. <laughs> they literally were. And it was just like, I don't know. It's so, like, I don't, I wouldn't say fun. It just, like, felt very just, like, it's spiritual yeah 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 some people have Jesus and some people have plants (laughs) and that's on God (laughs) and that's evolution versus (laughs) nature versus nurture I don't know (laughs) but that is so true I wanted to talk about Thanksgiving what about Thanksgiving (laughs) obviously the best part is the food obviously so I wanted us to rank our Thanksgiving foods and okay. I wanted to see what you would say is your top tier. So do like top tier and bottom tier, like what you could live without and then what like is your favorite. Okay. So like, do you want to do like three top and three bottom? Yeah, that works. We have, we have, we got to do tops and bottoms. We're talking to lesbians out there. Yeah. 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 And I mean, okay. there can be some switches in there. 
depending on like who makes it I guess yeah some days you might want a green bean casserole and some days that might sound gross yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay let's see top three this is gonna be a controversial take because I famously think turkey is the bottom three oh no I totally agree it's always dry no matter what you do and it's like like (laughs) it's hard to eat um, so I'm going to go ahead and say top three, stuffing. Mm-hmm. I love a good stuffing. I like, I actually like a green bean casserole. Top three. Oh, tough. And probably mashed potatoes. Mm. And then bottom three, I'm going to go ahead and say turkey. I hate the like marshmallow yam thing. Hate it. Candy yams, whatever. No, it's a no for me. And then whatever green salad someone tries to attempt to add to the Thanksgiving dinner, I will not eat it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's no room on your plate for <laughs> leaves. Like, we do not need lettuce right now. Yeah, as my stepdad lovingly would say, you got to go for the browns. <laughs> not the greens. You got to go for the browns. <laughs> and I could not agree more. Except <laughs> I hate the browns as in the Cleveland browns because I am a P- Pittsburgh girly. <laughs> um I I literally could not agree more with your top and bottom like really no like honestly so agreed and I feel like this is our friendship like I could not agree more I hate turkey and I also hate yams yeah like I'm not even a big sweet potato person either like what is the difference not really sure between those either I don't know either but like if I'm gonna eat a starch I want it to be savory yeah um um one of my honorable mentions though the little buns oh little hawaiian sweet rolls yes the little buns Uh, yeah you slather them in butter you put a little (laughs) bit of cranberry on the bottom you put your mashed potatoes and then you put a green bean casserole on it no turkey wow it's just all it's just like all starch the whole yeah and you i will say the day after Thanksgiving sandwich of famously turkey, but like slathered in mayonnaise and cranberry sauce. You make that face. I'm telling you right now, that shit is so good. And you put it on the Hawaiian sweet roll buns. That's what my mom used to make when like the day after she would like send us home and then package up those sandwiches for the road. So good. I will not knock it until I try it, but I just have to say that something about mayonnaise just like gives me the heebie-jeebies it's it's like the it's like the smell and the texture of it I don't like I love things that have mayonnaise in it deviled eggs literally could eat four of them like (laughs) in my mouth um I love tuna salad I like egg salad like all the disgusting disgusting things that have mayonnaise in them I love them I cannot physically put mayonnaise on my own sandwich yeah, that's tough. You know, I think everybody had like a had or has a mayonnaise phase in their life because I felt that way when I was a kid and now I love mayonnaise. Yeah. And you're maybe your vice versa. I don't know. See, mine like that is stuffing. I refused to touch stuffing as a child. Yeah. And I, for some reason, just did not like it. I don't know if it was the, t- I don't know what it was because probably the texture. It's like soggy bread. Yeah, probably. <laughs> But the first time 
I like actually ate ate it like as a probably 18 year old loved it I love stuffing I'll get like yeah. the stovetop stuffing and make it for dinner just like randomly oh yeah with some green onions some mushrooms in it yeah so good yum that sounds oh now I'm starving <laughs> almost lunch time literally my stomach just rumbled oh my next topic that I wanted to talk about have you been on Twitter or like TikTok I guess and seen Travis Kelsey's old tweets unfortunately no I'm not a part of that algorithm and I refuse to do Twitter because I hate Elon Musk yeah I still have Twitter because of my job but honestly this has been one of the highlights of my week (laughs) people have been going through Travis Kelsey's old tweets from like 2010 2011 like he was like a freshman in college around this time and they are the most innocent and hilarious tweets (laughs) that I have ever seen in my life first off every single tweet has a typo in it spelled wrong okay (laughs) wrong form of your wrong form of their just like you know plain like an airplane spelled like a plain sandwich like oh no every tweet has a typo in it which is like so cute and innocent for like freshman jock football player boy yeah secondly they're all just like going to olive garden to get some chicken alfredo it's up like (laughs) (laughs) and now he's like super like cool guy he just like copy wrote or whatever his like sayings yeah did you see that instagram post it's like I don't even remember it's like nah or something I'm like you're gonna copyright that yes he like (laughs) put a bunch of like copyright trademarks out for like um other things too like Kelsey Crunch like I think he's gonna come out with like a cereal soon or something like that um what are we doing here he is truly like on the up right now and I know that every sports fan will be like he was famous before Taylor Swift yes he was but he was not this before Taylor Swift. No, the Taylor Swift effect is real. And I actually just posted this thing the Onion came out with that was like Taylor Swift's parents and Travis Kelsey's parents are now dating each I other. I saw that on your story. This <laughs> I thought that was so funny. But for real though, like even just like watching him play football and like they're, knowing their story from last year when they won the Super Bowl, like it's so amazing. And his brother like, got him on the team or like helped him kind of get his stuff together so he could you know be a good competitor and stay in school and stuff and like yeah his story is just really sweet and like I hope that he's a good guy like I hope that he's as good of a guy as it seems but I feel like Taylor Swift while some may say she has a bad track record I do think that she's just probably like super picky yeah you know and like can we be can we be mad about that no I mean, I think, like, and someone of her stature, too, like, you almost have to do, like, your research into somebody to, like, yeah. be seen with them. I know that there was, like, a lot of controversy when she was seen with Maddie Healy because he, like, freaking sucks. Um, but, like, we saw that didn't last very long, obviously, like, for right. the correct reasons. And I'm also just, like, fingers crossed that Travis is just, like, just continues to be a great guy because I, like, just want to keep rooting for him because I think he's, like... yeah. I don't know yeah he's funny he's charming like yeah. I can say he's good looking like yes 
he's yeah he's awesome he's funny I don't know I just think honestly he's got a good family like I just love the whole like Kelsey family yeah I love it mama Kelsey did it right she did it right she really did she raised him right good for him I hope he continues to I don't know ride the Taylor Swift wave power (laughs) of a woman this is the power of a woman karma is the guy on the chief coming straight home to me (laughs) oh it was i i literally was like looking at a tiktok about her this morning though because like i guess some like a fan this is a sad trigger warning so sad um that a fan like died because it's so hot in brazil at her concert like because it's like the middle of the day oh my god and someone like passed out and then like died from heat exhaustion so if you're going to the taylor swift concert and you're drinking for all you young gals out there. Yeah. One to one to one alcohol and water. I feel like that's any yeah. concert, festival, anything nowadays. Like mm-hmm. you don't realize how much it affects your body to be just like outstanding. One, just like standing up for ten hours dancing. all yeah, day all dancing. Day. First off, and you're excited. I know there was like that yeah. um phenomenon on TikTok where it was like you would like Taylor if you went to a Taylor Swift concert you basically lost your memory because you were so excited what yeah like when the Eras tour was going on is it still going on yeah she's got like a few more in in Europe and then finishes in Dublin I think she literally is a machine um yeah but it was a phenomenon that you would go to the concert and then after the concert you would not remember anything from the concert because you're you had so much adrenaline and you were so excited that you just blacked out basically and like one of my friends who was like the biggest Taylor Swift fan ever said that she remembers nothing from the concert and she's like I'm hoping that it comes back one day but she's like I don't remember this is really crazy yeah I've never heard that before that's wild I have like an insane memory like all my basketball games and adrenaline I can remember the most teeny tiny little details like it's like a thing everybody's always like oh I can't remember what the ha- what happened during this game and they're like call Cassie she'll remember I'm like it's true I will what was the craziest what's the craziest thing you remember I'm putting out mm-hmm. right now like minuscule details <sighs> that you just like cannot get out of your head Oh, I just remember like everything that everybody said, like other team, like other teams said to us, like talking shit or whatever. Like I do remember one time this girl was like kind of being a bitch the whole game and she, it was like a one-on-one situation. She was dribbling down the court and I was the only person back and like, she should have beat me. She was super quick. She was a really good shooter and she tried to pull up on me a little jump shot and I sent her packing, just blocked it to like the three point line. And then my teammate went and picked it up. And as I was like running by her, I was like, Eat and it was just so dramatic. I was like, why am I like this? And my teammate just started cracking up, like laughing. She was like, what did you just say? And I'm like, listen, <laughs> like she was being rude the whole game. She deserved it. I will so say, I like, <laughs> like there is no better feeling when the little pesky asshole on the other team just gets like absolutely put in their place. Gets karma. Yes. And we're back to Taylor Swift. <laughs> and karma is the girl getting swatted <laughs> to the three-point line. It's true. Yeah. And I, yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Girls basketball. Although 
the girl, the freshman, I think she's a freshman at South Carolina. Yes. What is her name? Something I Wiley. can see her face, but I can't. Um... She's a showstopper. Like, yes. It's amazing the things that she's able to do at that level. I think. No, for sure. Especially going in as a freshman, like there is just such a gap between being in college and playing like AAU that I'm just like, you can't, I don't know, you can't teach the college grind basically to high school kids. Like no matter how much you try to prepare them, it's still different. And the fact that she's going in as like a true freshman and just like bawling out is just like wild. Yeah. But also I'm like Dawn Staley's like number one fan. I freaking love her. She's awesome. Like, can we, yeah, move into this new era where coaches are like real, you know, like they're not trying to like say the right thing to the media. Like they're standing up for their kids. They are, you know, telling the truth, like all these things like that. I feel like didn't happen. In the kid, like truly, truly investing in the kid. Yeah, she's like everybody's biggest hype person. Like even yeah. Asia Wilson, she see her on the sidelines of the championship game. Oh my gosh, she's like she's everywhere, <laughs> anywhere her kids are, she is there. Yeah, and she's like, I love this. I get to say whatever I want. So I'm not coaching. I can yell. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there you go. I I saw something on Instagram. I think like ESPN had posted it or whatever. But so like the number two recruit in this upcoming class um wants to be an engineer and like wants to major in some type of engineering yeah. and South Carolina didn't offer that program and so oh, she yeah. wasn't going to go to South Carolina and then Dawn Staley worked with the honors college to literally have her make her own coursework so that she can get a degree in that engineering yeah like that is investing in your kids like you're not yeah. even investing in her basketball skills like right there you're investing in her future yeah and like the school investing in the school too like expand your offerings so that more students can come and go to the school and get the degrees that they want to get yeah like that to me is just like chef's kiss like shout out Don Staley you're amazing (laughs) I love you and and if you haven't seen the little clip of I can't remember what coach gave it to her but she won she was like the first black woman to win a national championship and so she had her like cut off piece of the net and she sent it to Don Staley. Yeah. And then, you know, it took Don a couple years to win her first yeah. championship. And then she cut the whole net up into pieces and yes. sent a piece to every black woman coaching division one basketball. I thought that oh. was such an incredible move. I just got chills. And I know that happened last two, that was, was two years ago. But like so, a year or two ago, it was yeah. just ugh. like, that is one of those moments in sports that you'll, never ever forget as those coaches yeah yeah that is just beautiful and I I think one of them was um the Notre Dame coach who took over for Muffet what's her mm-hmm. name Neve Neve something I mean, I'm, I'm horrible with names I literally cannot remember <laughs> anybody's name to save my life but well shout out to her too because it's hard to take over for a like a good coach like that and still maintain that high level of success I mean we just saw the Notre Dame and Carolina played in Paris which is like so cool so cool (laughs) there's so many cool opportunities for like women's sports now I love it and I love it that's great I will say I have to get over like a little bit of being salty like 
the selfish yeah. feeling of like damn I wish we had this but yeah. also like it takes me three seconds to get over that feeling to be like wow this is fucking amazing for the future generations yeah so for sure love it wish wish everyone could be that way about honestly, all things honestly let's let's be less bitter about what we didn't get and cheer on the next generation yes <laughs> yeah. like you can feel that and I feel this with COVID because COVID took away my final two years of college yeah. but like I would also just like to interject and say that I'm very grateful that that is all COVID took away from me and that there are so many other people that lost so much more and that I am so grateful that all COVID took away from me was two years of softball and two years of college. I don't know. It takes three seconds to like get over it and be like, okay, well now it created all these opportunities for the future of like working from home and like other stuff like that. So even though I'm a little bit salty that I maybe didn't get to go black out of the bar a couple more times. I, I'll get over it in three seconds. I'll get over it. I'll have, actually, I can't remember anything about my last year of college or the Taylor Swift concert. So <laughs> I might've gone and didn't, just don't even know it. Yeah. And I don't even know if I want to see the Aeros tour or not because. And in fact, actually, that is the story I'm now going to tell. <laughs> I, I was there, but I can't remember it. <laughs> Wait, um, that is the story of my 21st birthday. I was there, but I also was not there. <laughs> I was, what's the beginning of that book, The Tale of Two Cities? Like, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> in all, <laughs> do you remember the old vine that was like, in all forms except physical, I am a wolf. <laughs> On all levels except physical, I am a wolf. But it's funny anyway. It doesn't make me think of like only physically I was there. All other forms of myself, I was not there. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. What are you gonna do this week to be a gay or you? I right now I'm in the process of doing 25 days of Christmas for my partner, and I have a mixture of gifts and coupons for acts of service because that is their love language um and I put together an advent calendar for their dogs so that is my gay of the week wow that is gonna be hard to top (laughs) yeah (laughs) so after this I'm going to Staples to pick up the custom coupons that I made for for them (laughs) so you designed those on canva and printed them I designed them on photoshop but same thing um and yes I printed them at shout out staples um someone someone's gotta just wipe you up quick I'm I'm waiting (laughs) it's been almost a year so basically 10 years about time (laughs) that's all I'm saying about time and what are you doing this week to be a gay or you I had something in my mind a minute ago for sure did and now it is fluttered right away oh I remember what I was gonna say ask me again <laughs> Cass what are you doing this week to be a gayer version of yourself okay so um I really like to write poetry <laughs> and so I haven't been writing as much. So I've been super busy at work and coaching and stuff. So I am going to try and write some more poetry this week. 
And I love that. Will we get to hear some of this or is this just for yourself? Um, uh, we'll see. Okay. I like it. We'll see. Okay, we have less than a minute. So I just want to plug, follow us on social media at Lesbians Anonymous Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And then if you want to send us your gay stories and what you're doing this week to be gayer, email us at lesbiansanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Amazing. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>